Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,371. Every problem has a solution. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from San Jose, California, Sawyer Delaquilla. Hey, Sawyer, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready. Let's go, Mark. All right. Sawyer Delaquilla is a 21-year-old automotive enthusiast who works at On the Road Again Classics as an apprentice technician in Morgan Hill, California. The company was started in 2008 by Bill, is it Highland? Am I saying his name right? Yeah, Bill Highland, yeah. Bill Highland, where they do everything under one roof in a 12,000 square foot facility. The team specializes in high quality restorations for classic British automobiles. Sawyer owns a Project 1967 MGB, modified first generation uh, Miata, and a family owned, it's been family owned since, boy, for a long time now, after talking with your dad, I'm going to mention that in a second, a five-speed 91 Acura Integra and a quarter million miles on that car, holy cow, inspired to create his own business, giving vintage cars a new life with modern touches, making more people appeal to the classic car market. His goal is to bring a younger crowd attracted to cars that are slowly being forgotten. Regular Cars Yow listeners, as I mentioned earlier, will remember that I had Sawyer's father, Dave, on the show just a few months ago. So, Sawyer, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little more about your career and your passion for automobiles? Sure. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, so I started really young. Uh, being in the car industry, I was always going to uh, the track. Our closest track here is Laguna Seca. So we uh, we went to Laguna Seca all the time. My uncle, Emil, he, he owns a shop in Santa Cruz called Sports Car Performance. And he has cars that he takes to the like the shows, like Concorso Italiano. And mm-hmm. we've been going since I was probably five. And just, <laughs> Lucky yeah, you. yeah, yeah, seriously, I've been very privileged. You and I just returned. We're recording this show on Tuesday after car week. So you and I just returned from a fantastic week down at Laguna Seca, Monterey, Carmel, Pebble Beach. Did you have a good time? Oh, my God. Amazing time. Yeah. If you haven't gone, you need to go to car week. It's unreal. You, it's just the car galore. You can't think of it unless until you're there. How insane it is. It's, it's awesome. I know. It's awesome. We we had a great time. The weather was perfect. So uh, 
Uh, in fact, I was talking to somebody the morning I flew out, uh, John Nikas, who's been a guest on the show, and uh, Richard Adato, and uh, both of them are saying, you know, you should do a show right after Pebble and do a recap of everything you did. And I thought, you know what? I haven't I thought of that. I think I might do that next year um, so that I could air it pretty quickly right after the show, tell people all the great people I ran into and all the fun things that I did. But I think the show would last about five hours, don't you think? Yeah, oh, easily, <laughs> easily. Yeah, it's every day, yeah. it's just a totally new world. It's amazing. I know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I came home, I needed a vacation after <laughs> oh, no, wore me out. Yeah. I totally understand. Early morning to late night auction, so great, great fun. Well, listen, as we continue on your journey here, I like to start my guests with a success quote. Something that has great meaning for you, a mantra perhaps, is a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So Sawyer, take the wheel. Yeah, so geez, uh, since I was little, my dad has really dug this into my brain, and it's it's really just simple. It's like every problem has a solution. Uh, there's always a, a solution to a problem, as it just really determines on how hard you work at it. And mm-hmm. and most people they stop when it gets hard, but if you know that you will hit that ending point and find that solution, everyone you just gotta keep hard at it and keep going, and you'll eventually get there. It's and yeah. And there's another one called from Enzo Ferrari. Uh, it's like, if you can dream it, you can do it. So I think that's just yeah. like, it kind of speaks for <laughs> itself. Like you gotta. Absolutely. You, well, you work in the restoration business and, you know, that first quote of yours is very apropos for restoration because we've all seen bad restoration jobs and you think, man, you took all the time to do it bad. Why didn't you just take a little more time and do it right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, it, it honestly takes longer to go back and redo it than it does to do, to do it correctly the first time. So I'll tell you, when I was on the lawn at Pebble Beach, I talked to several people who had cars that had bought them. They had been told the cars were fully properly restored. And once they got them and they took them to their restoration shop, and I'm talking about people like Paul Russell or uh, Butch Dennison, uh, who've been on the show here. And then they found out, you know what, this car wasn't done right at all. Uh, there's all sorts of hidden nightmares underneath and the cars end up being done all over again. So we're going to talk a little bit about the business that you work at and that philosophy of doing cars right the first time. But I like the way it ties to your mantra. Now, you, you've been a car guy for a long time. I mean, going to Pebble since you're five, I think you've got my son built, uh, beat. I started taking him when he was seven. He's 25 now. So he's been 18, 19 times. But I want you to share a story when you knew that you were going to be a car guy just like your dad. Yeah, and uh, th- this one, it's a fun story. So uh, I'd say the first time that I really, really got into cars it was probably when I was like, nine years old when uh, we, we, they do parade laps at Laguna Seca. Like, it was just a, it was a track or it was historics, but I think they did the, they did a, just a parade lap around. Everybody can hop on in their own car and, and go around the track once. But um, it was before they really got strict with all the marshals and and all, and like no no tomfoolery and <laughs> can't mess around with your car can't go racing or anything. So this uh, my uncle he has a my uncle Emil he has a TR8 uh, Triumph TR8 that he did a lot of modifications to and uh, hopped up the engine. He did he did a 4.6 liter V8 and did a, everything. The whole car is like limited slip differential. It's 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 the whole nine is one of his favorite cars but yeah i was just a little young lad and i was in the passenger seat of that car and he just told me to hold on and he every probably 20 50, or probably like a couple of football fields long he'd do a, just a long burnout just like straight oh gosh he would just lay rubber and just do it he just kept going and repeat it was so much fun and he just 
that you can't you can't beat that V8 sound with just laying tire on the ground, and then that just really hooked me. <laughs> just like, oh man, fast cars, race race cars are so cool, and it just made me want to want to get in the industry myself. The troublemaker uncle, it sounds like <laughs> yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. bad influence, uncle. Wow, it's funny. I love it. Well, let's take a look at some of these roads you've driven down. Maybe uh, get off the track of Laguna Seca where burning rubber maybe isn't the right thing to do anymore. But talk about a big challenge or a big failure you might have faced in your life. Now, you're a young guy, but, you know, certainly probably bumped up against some things that kind of pushed you to a limit somehow. Walk us through one of those, but more importantly, tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your life. Yeah, so always trying to figure out where I would fit in the industry. I always enjoyed cars, but I, I really wasn't sure where I was going. My brother, Quentin, he uh, he's always uh, into cars, and he knew from a very young age he wanted to work on them. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to do the business side or if I wanted to run the shop or actually do the work myself. Or So I was just kind of always dabbling in it for a long time. And I feel like there's a, lo- a lot of people have this problem when they're uh, just starting out young and they just, it's so hard to figure out a career when you're 17, 18 years old (laughs) and you got to choose a college that's going to be expensive and maybe far away from your house. And it's, it's hard to find. So I spent two years at a community college, just trying to figure things out. Um, And finally, uh, during that time I was working at a body shop in San Jose called Hardcastle Auto Body. And they, they kind of, they helped me out, try to figure things out, but auto body wasn't my thing. And I just kept dabbling here and there. And I finally found a lucky spot at, at on the road again, classics. And they took me under their wing. They saw that I had the, the car fever and wanted to learn more. And, and since, since then restoration has just been just awesome. Uh, what a cool experience. You know, this is a pretty common thing among young people. And I always thought, cause I've got two, uh, well, not younger. They were younger at one point. My daughter's, uh, 30 now and my son's 25. But I remember when they were at that age, 17, 18, trying to decide where to go to school, what to do. And it was my daughter that says, how, do, how does anybody expect a 17, 18 year old to know what they want to do the rest of their lives? You know, oh, yeah. said, well, we really, we really don't. But you know, what you did was really smart. And I've heard this from financial experts like David Ramsey is to go to a, don't go to a four year school right to start unless you really know what you want to do. Uh, go to community college, spend two years, get that breath requirement out of the way, and really think about it, maybe do some summer jobs. It certainly is a lot less expensive, and then jump into a four-year college and finish up the last two years. I'm sure a lot of parents right now are applauding that concept uh, because it's a yeah. lot less expensive. And nobody ever asks you, well, where'd you go to school in your uh, freshman and sophomore year? They only want to know where you graduated from. So it's a exactly. really smart way to do things. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I totally agree. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle. I know having talked to your dad, you guys have had some cars in your family forever, it seems like. Is there a car that really stands out for you that you've had, even at your young age, that's really special for you? Yeah, so it would definitely have to be the first car that I bought with my own money. And it was a 1991 Mazda Miata. Um, That car, I never knew how much fun these cars were until I bought one. I bought it as a project car. It had a blown 1.6 liter in it. And um, I still, I'm so happy with what I went with the 1.8 liter. I was thinking about keeping it original with the 1.6, but uh, the 1.8 definitely feels peppy and it's a lot of fun. It's definitely not enough power to get you in trouble, but enough to have a lot of fun. And and that car taught me so much. Just I was able to swap the engine and, and do all the work on it and reseal the whole engine and 
and just touched every nut and bolt on the car. And, and it was so such a great experience. I would re- highly recommend this to anybody. And it doesn't cost very much money. I think I spent total $5,000 having a running car, just spending my own time weekends after school, just working on it. And it totally, totally what a great experience. Like if you, you there's no time limit on your own car, just just work on it when you can and, and just have fun. And that, that, was, that was definitely the first special car that I've had. I've had so many guests on the show that drive and race Miatas. They're just a great all-around car. And I remember when they first came out, I was living in San Diego, and one of the designers I worked with bought one of the new ones. And I remember at lunch, he let me drive it. And I thought, man, this is so cool. It was really, really a fun car. What color was yours? It's a white. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, good American racing color. So uh, (laughs) not bad. How about Seller's Remorse? Is there a car you've owned that you let go that you wish you still had? I really wish I could answer this question, but I've actually never sold a car. <laughs> oh, well, that's right. I'm calling, I'm talking to Adela Quilla. Yeah, you guys don't let cars go. You just keep everything, right? You keep everything and, and figure out where to put them. <laughs> well, good for you. I'll tell you what, you know, you guys are way ahead of the curve because uh, myself included, lots of guests on the show have a tear in their eye for cars that they've let go. Me, me as well. So you guys are, are smart to just hang on to stuff. So. Kudos to you. I, I need to take more of your advice. Next time I think about selling a car, I'll, I'll think about you and your dad, your brother. Don't yeah. sell it. No, I know. <laughs> what car was yours? What was the one that you sold? Oh, you know, I'm trying to think back because I was interviewed twice on the show. Once, number, show 300 by my son, and then uh, show one, number 1,000 by Tommy Kendall, uh, who was a guest number 500. And uh, I believe when I my son was interviewing me, it was the... Beck 550 Spider that we had because my son was eight when I bought that car and we took a road trip from Long Beach, California, uh, where it was built. It was built by uh, John Wilhoyt. It restores 356s. He built it using all Porsche parts, even the seats and steering wheel. It was a marvelous car. My son and I drove all the way back to uh, Gig Harbor, 1,500 miles up the coast. Wonderful trip. And I let it go one day and I came home for dinner and sat down and said, well, I let the car go today. And my son just about threw his knife at me. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, he was pretty upset that I let that car go. And then I think when Tommy interviewed me, I might have talked about I had a 72 911S Porsche. But that car went for a good cause, paid for my son's education. So uh, that was a good reason. And it resulted in me, thanks to my wife being very bright, saying, why don't you take a little of that money and buy something? And it resulted in my uh, 87 930 Turbo. Ooh. that I have, that I bought at the bottom of the market 10 years ago, and now it's worth a lot more money. So, yeah, those are nice cars. Oh, my God. Yeah, really fun cars. Well, let's talk about what excites you today. I, I want to talk a little bit about On the Road Again Classics, this company that you work with. I'd love for you to give them a great shout-out and a pitch here about what you guys do there, why it's a, such a great shop, and then also talk a little bit about what you do there and the things that you're learning in, uh, in this kind of first big real job you have working in a field that you're passionate about? Yeah. So I just started working there about six months ago and it's been such a great experience just because I've always been working on British cars and my daddy is MGB GT, as he said in his podcast. And that was a real like first car I like learned how to work on. I was still young when I was working on it, but um, I still over the years learned a lot on the MGs. And yeah, going on the road again, it was like second nature. It was just they they had so many MGs already, MGAs, MGBs, uh, a lot of the T series cars like TCs, TDs, TFs. So it was all super familiar to me, like right at the beginning. 
it was awesome. And then finally, like dabbling in other cars, like Jaguars and Rolls Royces and and all the other high end stuff. Like it's oh, it's unreal to be able to see the difference. But on the road again, Classics is such an awesome company. They really cater to their customer. Like they want to make sure that the customer is getting exactly what they're expecting. And we really, really do quality work. We have all a lot of experienced guys there who just enjoy doing work on these cars and, and restoring these cars. Because once the you finish with them, this you can't uh, can't supplement that that feeling of giving the new owner an amazing experience that they're going to have to be able to continue on their journey forever like it's such a what a cool cool thing to be able to do that for somebody so all of us are on the same page with that so we it's like a big family it's awesome it's very cool and what i found interesting a great website i'll remind our listeners you can find it at on the road classics.com you got a pretty large building twelve thousand square feet and you guys do everything from engine rebuilds electrical work mechanical repairs paint and body metal fabrication it's a one-stop shop. Is there anything that gets farmed out? Or I'm guessing because it's California, probably all the chrome work has to be sent out because you can't do that in California. But everything else you guys do there, right? Yeah, yeah. The chrome work goes out for sure. Yeah, California is strict on, on those laws. But yeah, everything we do in-house, yeah, full paint jobs to anything to uh, simple repairs, you can come in. Um, but yeah, but for me personally, I'm, I'm working, uh, under the main master technician there, uh, Sergio is his name. And he, um, he does all the engine builds, all the suspension, every component underneath the car he touches. So I'm right under him learning everything. And it's unreal. We're, we're rebuilding three MGB engines right now, all different specs, like one full race spec, uh, naturally aspirated one supercharged. That's all like modified. And then one co- completely stock that someone just wants as a daily cruiser and it's just so cool to see the the differences and and the tuning specialists and it's it's what a cool experience to be able to work under him it's an honor for sure is there something in particular working in a shop like this that you're kind of gravitating towards right now that you would like to do more of, or are you just getting your hands into everything so you can learn about all the different aspects of restoration? Yeah, I mean, right now it's mostly focused on the mechanical work, uh, just like the engine building and the suspension rebuilds. But you, I easily can go. All the guys are totally willing to show you like what they're doing and how they do it, and take the time because with restoration, it's nice. There's not, it's not like a dealership where it's got to be in out in out. So you get time to actually work on it and. And take the time to explain to people like me who don't know this, the processes yet. So it's so cool to see all everyone there is totally willing to take the time to teach. So I can go in the body shop and be like, hey, what, like, what are you guys doing? And then he can show me everything. Oh, I'm sanding with this grit and prepping it for paint this way. And it's just so you can it's just un, it's a book of knowledge that you can just go walk around. And, and it's amazing. Well, it sounds like you've landed the dream job. I'll tell you, Sawyer. British cars are what started it all for me. My dad had a 49 MGTC when nice. I was about uh, five. And uh, the first Matchbox by Lesney car my dad ever bought me about the same time was a red XKE Type 1 Coupe. And so British cars kind of are what started it. And I'll tell you something I got to do for the first time. I've been attending Car Week down there at Pebble for 31 years. I finally got to ride in the Tour. Mm, how was that? How's that? Well, guess what I got to ride in? A 1913 Rolls Royce. Jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was inc- it was incredible. You know, 
Not the fastest car, of course, because it's so old. Yeah. But it was such a delight. It's a convertible. The top was up, but the sides are completely open, so you felt like you're in an open car. And I tell you, that experience, just incredible. Shout out to uh, Amy and Stephen Plaster. Stephen's been a guest here on the show. He owns multiple businesses, including Inner City. I think he has over 500 cars wow. in a three-acre a three acre garage. Yeah. Incredible. What? Yes, oh, my Incredible God. collection of cars. Nicest people you could ever meet. Got to have breakfast with them uh, Saturday morning, uh, a McPherson College breakfast I got invited to. McPherson. Of course, a four-year accredited school that does uh, automobile restoration certificates and degrees. Fantastic group of people. Just absolutely brilliant. So, uh, yeah, British cars are, are cool. So I feel pretty pretty special right now of being able to do that. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Yeah, very That's- fun. Well, so you're up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com to check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out, enter Cars Yeah in the coupon code and get 10% off your order. That's Edelbrock, automotive performance since 1938. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. All right, Sawyer, we're back. And I have a bit of an introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle parked in the garage, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a car, what would Sawyer be and why? Oh, man. This is a pretty tough one, honestly. It's a pretty odd question, but uh, I've gotten some pretty interesting answers from this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. I don't, since I'm pretty humble, like, I haven't I don't really, I'm not a very showy person. I'd have to say something like a like a BMW 5 Series, maybe like a touring, okay. like a touring version. Yeah. So like a since like I'm a pretty well-rounded person, and I usually like carry the weight 
when I'm out with people and I'm I'm the responsible one usually. You're the guy driving everybody home after the parties. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah, it's a pretty practical and reliable person. And uh, the, you know, the touring it packs more fun than the, the normal sedan. So yeah, you know, absolutely. Gotta, maybe maybe even a little bit of an M5. Could we go that far? We, we could do an M5 for sure. M5 touring right. is ultimate goal. Yeah, my brother, oh my he, gosh. he just purchased a E39 M5. And Ooh, nice. What an amazing car. Like that, oh, yeah. that car has made me fall in love for sure. And I've, I've, I've always wanted to, since he got that car, I've wanted to build a, an M5 touring since I didn't make them in the E39 yeah. model. So, yeah, those are wicked cars. I love those cars all the way back to that generation and all the way forward. They just, what blows me away about them having driven a bunch of them is the power just keeps coming, coming, and coming, and coming. You're just like, when is this thing going to slow down? Yeah, just, no joke. The naturally aspirated V8 just sounds yeah. so good. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Wicked cars. Very nicely done. Well, Sawyer, we are entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions for you and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of that BMW 5 Series throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Ooh, that I've ever received, I'd say some like if you can't figure something out, like walk away and, and think about it for a minute. Like don't don't try to hurt yourself figuring it out. Come back at it with a fresh mind, and if if not, you can use someone else to help you out. Like just there's always people there. Don't you're not you're not alone ever. So take the time to really think about it, and you will come up with a solution. Like the, and the longer you think about it, the better it's going to be. So it's just. I think that's the best advice I've gotten. You know, my wife always gives me that advice when I'm frustrated with something. She get up and walk away. Go for a walk. Go do something different because your brain's, even when you go to bed, your brain's still working on that idea. Uh, even though you don't realize it, it's trying to come up with a solution. So that's a great idea. Great yeah. suggestion. How about a personal habit that you have that you believe has contributed to your success over the years? Mm. Oh, man, just hard work, really. Just keep dedicated to what you're doing. Um, don't, don't let other people tell you what to do. Uh, just enjoy what you do, do it. And I always love to kind of create a career where you can work every day, but it doesn't feel like work. Like you can go into work and you enjoy it and you don't, you're not looking at the clock every time. Like you're just, you're, you're just going and doing your business and, and just enjoying life. Like that's the whole point. Well, that's all why we're all here, right? Just, just be, have fun, be happy and enjoy life. The secret sauce to a happy life, for sure. Yeah. And that tenacity, that persistence, that grit, uh, a consistent factor with many, many, many of the successful and inspiring automotive enthusiasts I've had here on Cars, yeah. Now, how about a resource? There's so many these days. You know how lucky you are to be a kid. Yeah. I know you're not a kid, but to be <laughs> the age you are and have the resources. When I was your age, we didn't even have cell phones, Sawyer. Can you uh, believe it? Uh, <laughs> so, how'd you do it? No, <laughs> I don't know. We had to like pick this thing on the wall and had a cord attached. And, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, when you were gone, nobody answered. It was horrible. Yeah, well, how about a resource that you think our listeners would enjoy that you like? Yeah. Well, I would say the one that I use the most is YouTube. Like it seems pretty general, but there's so many things in YouTube that you can use. There's so many tutorials on anything you have for your car. So you have like a Miata and you want it. So many people have them. And most people, so many people have posted videos of anything and everything to repair on that car. So it's, it's awesome. And it's also great for learning like so much, uh, so many uh, history channels. Like I'd say for cars, like Jay Leno's garage, that's a great one to learn about just vintage cars and, and as they have a great production, 
YouTube is really where it's, and it's amazing to get inspired by artists. Like uh, my daddy said, Petrolicious was one of them. That that's a great one. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. another way to get that kind of artist factor with uh, learning about history. And it's so it's YouTube is awesome. You can't can't go absolutely. Wrong. Yeah, I enjoy it as well. I've learned to do boy everything from podcasting to building a website, working on vehicles. I mean, just amazing stuff. Fixing things around the house. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, I thought, well, let me just watch a YouTube video. I think I can fix this. I just did something a couple of weeks ago and went, oh, that was a lot easier than I thought. So, yeah, it's really changed our lives. How about if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive business or sector, living or deceased? Who would that be? Mm, oof, that'd be tough for sure. Oh, man. I would have to say Lewis Hamilton. I would say Lewis Hamilton because of how much success mm. he's having right now. Yeah. And just, just yeah. I would love to talk to him about his his ways of life and what he does and how he got to be so, so successful. And yeah, he's just definitely an inspiration of mine for sure. Because I love Formula One. Formula One this season has been very amazing. <laughs> a lot of hard work there. That's in dedication for sure. A lot of talent as well. But, you know, you got to work on talent. You got to build it. It's seat time. So, yeah, amazing driver for sure. How about a book? Is there a book you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, and um, I'm going to agree with my dad on this one as well. Um, The Mindset by Carol Dweck. That book was honestly amazing, totally game changer to how you think about things. If you go from being a person who's negative all the time and thinks they can't do anything, read this book and it'll really open your mind to having a growth mindset, which they totally go over about. And it just really changes your perspective on how you go about doing things and just how yep. you feel day to day. And it's really, really interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, love that book. It's a great book. I'll remind our listeners you can find that book and way over a thousand books listed on the Cars yeah website under resources. All of my guests have recommended great books, uh, books that should be on your shelf, car books, learning books, racing books, all sorts of different things. Just go to carsyeah.com. Uh, you can go to Sawyer's page and type his name in, Sawyer Del Aquila. And that page will pop right up with links to that book. And I've made it really easy for you to buy them with a quick link to Amazon. So check it out. All right, Sawyer, we're up to the checkered flag. And today's kind of a fun day for you because I'm going to buy you any cool collector car mm-hmm. on the planet. Oh. And I'm going to park it in your garage. Yeah, nice thought, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, we'll see how your answer compares to your dad's. But here are the rules of this game. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. You have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here. and it's the only collector car that you can have in your garage. So what would you like? Well, you were saying you were at the auctions a lot this car week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, There's a lot of money flying around at those things. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I definitely had my eye on one of them. Since I, my my love is for sure for the touring uh, versions of cars, Any anything, I, I just like them. They're just, they always, the lines are nice and they can carry more stuff. So they're more practical. So I definitely am uh, going to uh, focus on at the RM auction. They had this 1965 Aston Martin DB5 shooting brake. That was such a cool car. I've never, I never knew I existed until I went and I was, I was blown away. And I was so lucky to be able to go on the tour. They had a, a Maserati club had a tour around the RM auction. I got to go up close to the car and take pictures of it. It was awesome. What a, what a, de- all the details and in interior and just the, the word, the craftsmanship from, from those guys is unbelievable. Yeah. Now that's an interesting choice. I, I, you know, I'm not so sure I would have guessed that for a young guy because shooting brake, of course, wagon, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a, now 
you've talked about some of the reasons why, but why a wagon? I don't know, I just they're different. You know, you, you don't when you see them. Like I've never seen that. I've seen many DB5s, but I've never seen a, a shooting brake version. And uh, it's just so cool. And, and I've, I've seen Goodwood footage. There's a Ferrari shooting brake. I can't remember what model it is, but that car was killer too. I don't know, just the the lines, the way the car is laid out. It's just a cool design, and and the way just thinking about it, it's like you can fit more stuff in it, and and they're just. They're just cool. You don't see them very often, especially yeah. in the old vintage cars. Like I, you never see vintage wagons, really. Like in the, in especially in the British car scene. Yeah, exactly. No, you know I love wagons. I think they're pretty darn cool. Uh, very different car than what your dad chose. Do you know what your dad chose when he was here on the show? Yeah, he was it a Maserati 300S? Was that um, 55 Maserati? Yeah, did Tipo 52? Yeah, exactly. So. uh very different kind of car, very sporty, of course, but I, I like your choice. That's a nice choice. I think that's pretty cool. Very, uh, m- much more sophisticated than your father. So I think that's <laughs> a good sign. So hope he's not listening. Sorry, Dave. I mean to put you down because your car is pretty darn cool too. So, ah, I love it. Well, great choice, my friend. 65 Aston Martin DB5 shooting brake, magnificent car. Sawyer, you've taken me on a great ride today. I'm so glad your dad suggested that I connect with you and have you on the show. I'm looking forward to having your brother on the show as well. We just got to get him to respond to my email. So you might go nudge him for me a little bit. Oh, I do that. I will. Okay, great. I really enjoyed your stories. I commend you for chasing your dream at such a young age and doing what you love to do. It's fantastic. Thanks for sharing your journey. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Aston Martin DB5? I would say life is short. Enjoy it and have fun and just just do what you love. I mean, don't don't let other people tell you what to do. Just just focus Absolutely. on your dream. And you can achieve anything. Anything is doable. Absolutely. Listen to Sawyer because he's doing it. He's walking the talk. What's the best way for our listeners to keep in touch with you and also on the road again classics? Yeah, so to, to, to see what I'm doing, uh, I post a lot on Instagram. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle is Sawyer's Pictures. Just all one word, Sawyer's Pictures. Also starting uh, just a straight vintage only page where I'm posting like what I'm doing at work and also things we're doing at the house with the vintage cars. It's called Vintage Revival Automotive. I'm excited for that one because hopefully it turns into a future business that I can that I can grow and really make big. I like it. Very nicely done. And of course, I'll remind our listeners, you can find the company that Sawyer works at at their website on the road again, classics.com. Sawyer, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise. I'm so glad you were down there at Car Week with me having some fun. Uh, we need some recovery time from all that. It's just a massive overload. I encourage my listeners, if you want to see some pictures, I took tons of pictures while I was down there. I posted them all up on my Facebook page. You'll see them on Instagram. And best of yet, I took a lot of pictures of past guests that I've seen that I ran into down there as well. Thanks again for being uh, such a good guest, for sharing your experiences and your life with the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me? 
on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!